Hello and welcome to Something Interesting. I'm Albert Berg, and today's interesting thing was inspired by a thread of tweets that I saw recently. And like many things in my life, I was inspired to think more about something by a thing that I disagreed with. And I'm going to read you this tweet thread. I'm not going to tell you who tweeted it because since I'm going to be kind of disagreeing with it, I don't want to be mean. But this thread showed up in my feed and it said, Today, you are one of the lucky 10,000 people to learn that Europeans did not learn how to read silently until the Middle Ages. And there's a link to facts about that, proving that it is true. Following up, Roman houses for rich people had reading rooms. Rooms for reading. Because they did not know they could read silently. And if you wanted to read a book, you had to do it away from people who would get annoyed by you reading a book aloud while they were trying to do their own thing. Because they did not know how to read in their heads. If you ever see someone praising an ancient Roman or Greek writer, just think that that guy didn't know he could read without saying it aloud. Now, this is an interesting set of ideas. Because, on the one hand, it is true. At least somewhat. Now, I did a little more digging into this topic before I started recording here, and there is some nuance to the idea that ancient peoples did not know how to read silently. But it certainly seems that they did not regularly practice reading silently. There may have been occasions when you got a note in the middle of somebody else's speech or you were with somebody else where you didn't want them to know what was on a piece of paper but you needed to know what it said where you did not actually physically enunciate the words in the ancient world but that was the exception it was so much the exception that as late as saint augustine in his confessions he notes a person that he knows that reads silently as a weird oddity. Like, I, I know this guy and like he reads a lot, but he doesn't say the words out loud even a little bit. And, and Augustine is obviously weirded out by this. But the issue that I have with the original tweet is that it lacks a certain amount of humility and a certain amount of understanding because there is something missing in this idea that ancient peoples didn't know how to read silently. I don't think that's really what was going on. So much as I think that the idea of reading silently just didn't make sense to people in sort of the, the pre-modern world, the pre-Western world, if you will, th there was the words that came out of your mouth. And if you follow philosophy, uh, Jacques Derrida, Derrida uh, his famous uh, French postmodern philosopher, in Of Grammatology, he talks a lot about the difference between the spoken and the written word and while I did try to read Of Grammatology, I have to admit, I don't fully understand even what it was he was trying to say. But the gist 
of this difference is actually more important than most people really ever give thought to. Because a spoken word, on the one hand, it's a living thing. It literally requires breath to happen. As I am speaking these words into this microphone right now, the words that are coming out of my mouth are being enforced by my lungs, by the very air that gives me life. I am imparting information to you. Now contrast that with the written word. The written word is dead. It, it can't do anything. It can't, it can't even exist, really, without somebody there to read and understand it. Because from the perspective of not being able to open a book, it makes no difference to you whether it's full of very insightful philosophy or mindless scribblings that have no purpose and no form whatsoever. If you can't open that book and look at it, then physically there's no difference. So the, the written word is dead and the spoken word is alive. And yet conversely, the spoken word is temporal. It's, it's, it, it goes out. It has its moment. Now this is, before recording, obviously, this this is sort of completely upended by the advent of being able to reproduce sounds as you will be able to reproduce the sound of my voice when you listen to this podcast. But before that advent of technology, the word was spoken and then it was lost. There was no way to recreate it. There was no way to hear it again. You had heard it or you had not heard it. You had understood it or you had not understood it. But the living thing passed. Whereas the dead thing, the dead word that you wrote down on the page, it continued on after your life. And it's important to think about the foundations of even Western philosophy and the incredible dichotomy between Socrates and Plato and how Socrates speaks, but he does not write. And then Plato comes in and he writes down what he wants you to think Socrates says. Now, is, is that a faithful recreation of Socrates? Who can say? Because the words died the second that they came out of Socrates' mouth. Plato's words have lived on through the centuries and we have them yet today. So there is a fundamental philosophical difference between these two ideas. And that is what I think is missing and what annoyed me so much from the original tweet, because we obviously, I'm going to say this and it's going to sound easy to understand, but yet it's so easy to forget. We do not know what we do not know. We cannot think in a way that we have not thought before without great revolutions of, of different kinds. And the original poster of this tweet, in my mind, th this sort of like dismissive, hey, look at these stupid Roman people, they didn't know how to read silently, is first off completely dismissing 
the philosophical underpinnings and the importance of the difference of writing and speaking and what that would have meant to ancient people and maybe what it still means today, right? Maybe there's still an importance to actually speaking the words aloud that we lose when we read silently. Maybe there is power in reading out aloud that is just not there when we read quietly. But also, this person, I think, misses the point that the ancient peoples had a certain pattern of understanding how the world was put together and how reading was meant to happen. And if they did not break out of that pattern of understanding, it was not because they were less smart than people today. It was because they had not had that revealed to them. And I don't say this to come to the defense of ancient peoples and their intelligence because they're all dead and really who cares? I mean, we can dunk on them all day long. You know, they're not going to get up out of the grave and say anything to us. But where it is important is in our own understanding of ourselves. There are things that we could think in theory that our minds are arguably capable of thinking that we do not. They are locked away from us because the pattern of understanding is not within us. And just like the pattern of understanding the value of reading silently was not available to ancient peoples, there are yet infinite patterns of understanding that are not available to us in the modern age. We do ourselves a great disservice to think that the current level and way of understanding is the best and correct and final one. It isn't even the only one in the current age. There are other cultures and other peoples and other ways of understanding that seem foreign and backward to us, and the reason they seem forward and backward to us is not necessarily because they are wrong, but because we are not able to enter into those modes of thought. They have been shut off to us, either through our own ignorance and our own inability, or because our brains just haven't been wired that way. Socially, the, the spectrum of things that we can access is fundamentally limited by the structure of the things that we have accessed in the past. And so... For that reason, I say, yes, ancient peoples did not read aloud, or did not read silently. But give them a break. Because they were building the world on what they had already understood. Just as we are building our world on what we have already understood. It is my hope that we build a world that has even more things, that, that the ignorant people of the future will be able to look back at us and say, wow, they didn't even know how to do that because we laid the right bricks in our modes of thinking today. That's all I have for you guys for today. I hope that you enjoyed it. If you did enjoy it, 
Tell a friend about it. Subscribe on whatever podcast app you enjoy getting things on. And I will see you guys later with more interesting things. Take care.